I have some personal questions, and it's time for an economic update. So let's just bring on Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. I love show and tell and question and answer. I know. <laughs> I know. It. You There's know, some great questions we want to get to. Stacey, and- we've known you for 25 years. Yep. And, uh, you know, you've never been more relevant to us than you are in the last, you know, year. <laughs> He's like, oh, thanks, so. guys. You're just a, a smart friend. That I can't believe two, you said that. Two PhDs. Well, well, you know. Before, chop liver. Well, I know. You're a Broncos fan, all this kind of stuff. So we would, you know, talk, talk on those things. But I tell you what. I can't believe you just said that. But like right now, it's like you. <laughs> Like you have the 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 dropped pin Google address or whatever of a place I'm trying to get to, and and like you're the only one that knows the exact address. All of a sudden, it's like, are wow. you saying that he is for such a time as this? He is for such a time as this. I'm going to jump mm-hmm. into a couple of questions with you right away because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just saying not everybody paid attention to economics <laughs> class and stuff that's on the same level, but now it's like super. Uh, rel- he was just oh. intimidating because <laughs> he had two PhDs. Yes, you, you, have, you have twice as many PhDs as I do. So, so I always tell people everything is a currency. Hugs are a currency. Air is a currency. Yep. If I didn't have any air, it becomes really important. My daughter's respect is a, is a currency. High fives are a currency. U.S. dollars are also a, a currency. Your time is a currency. You give your time, you spend time. All of these things are, are currencies and they're stores of value. The wise men brought, you know, frankincense, gold, and myrrh. They didn't bring U.S. dollars. It's like we've always had ways of storing value that was energy that was, that was stored up. Um, with gold and silver being one, but there's, you know, you could have a pile of copper. You got all kinds of different things out there. What makes gold and silver uniquely valuable as a store of value? You know, you have Bitcoin. There's a lot of other things as a store of value and your ability to liquidate it and get money back for it quickly. What makes it a unique currency amongst everything I listed that is a currency? So currencies have to have a few different things. A, they have to be portable, right? They have to be recognizable. They have to be scarce, right? Because if something's not scarce, it's not going to have value, right? It's got to be something that other people want. So, so is gold portable? Yes. Is, is it valuable? Yes. Because it, it takes a lot to get it out of the earth. Is silver the same thing, right? If you can just print something out of thin air, like they do with like our, our promissory notes from the Fed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, the- exactly. All them. Um, does that actually classify as a currency? Well, no, not really, because they only have value because people think that they have value and something shouldn't have value mm-hmm. if you can just print a bajillion of them like overnight. Right. Yep. Something needs to be scarce and recognizable and, and consistent in size. That's what actually makes it a, a legit currency. Mm-hmm. So this is why since the beginning of time, um, gold, which actually can be molded, it can be formed into a, a consistent size, right? They just melt it down, purify it and make it. In. Why didn't they pick diamonds as a currency? Well, because it's hard to get one that's exactly the same size as the other one, right? Yep. The same clarity, the same everything, right? So, mm-hmm. so gold and silver actually make for a perfect currency. That makes sense. Now, why, um, why is it so important for ounces versus stories? Like, you know, I, I keep hearing you saying that, but what does that mean like and why is that shipwreck important? coins and all these kind of different things. Well, when we buy gold or silver, right, what we want to do is have it store the value, have it be meaningful and grow in value. So when we sell it at the end, it's going to be worth more, right? 
So you have to have something that's liquid. And I get asked this question all the time, literally all the time. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I buy something that's rare and scarce that that's going to grow more than the spot price of silver or gold? Because there's, there's a, only a few of them, right? It's like mm -hmm. never, ever, ever, ever buy something that's, that's old, rare, that, that you think is going to actually have more demand. It's going to have a multiply in your portfolio because I've been doing this for 27 years. It's happened like once wow. that, that actually been, been the case. 99% of the time, people who invest in semi-rare coins because of the story, because it was a shipwreck or it was Jack Sparrows or whatever, right? Silly okay. stuff. It, they never recapture that premium. They sell for a higher premium and dealers love to sell them because they make much more commission on them, right? Mm. So one of the keys to wealth is you have something that other people are going to want that, that you can get maximize the number of ounces for, right? And then it has to be liquid. So, so when we deal with bullion, which is just modern day issue, low price stuff, it can be a thousand ounce bar, a hundred ounce bar, a 10 ounce bar, a one ounce rounder, like a one ounce gold eagle. All of those are bullion, which means a global market. I can sell them through the depository system. And because it's a global market, people in India are going to want them. People in Japan or China or America, everybody's going to want them, right? And there's always a market. Because here's the thing. Even if the dollar were to stink, well, maybe the Indian rupee is worth more and they're buying gold, right? There's always a buyer. And it takes us 45 seconds to liquidate it, lock in those profits, and, and then ultimately wire funds into a person's mm -hmm. account. If you have an old storied coin that that's not a depository exchanged item, how do you sell it? Well, you have to have a boiler room full of people getting on the phone saying, hey, client, we've got a deal for you. We've got this special coin that's rare, and, yep. and they actually have to make a market for it. That's not liquid, mm -hmm. right? You have to wait for it. And what if nobody wants it? What if it's too rare? What if premiums are through the roof and people are saying, I'm, I'm done with that kind of nonsense? I, I, if I wanted something that's going to have leverage, I'm just going to go with cryptocurrency, right? I mean, this is where people are going. This is why those old storied coins, the semi-numismatic coins, what they're called from like the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s, they've the, the leverage that people thought that they could get with those, the rarity, the scarcity, that's all been exchanged in a digital world with cryptocurrency. So I don't think that people will ever recapture the premiums on those. Now, just one man's opinion, but you know what? I'd rather get a bunch of bullion yep. ounces to maximize my wealth on something that's 100% liquid when I want to sell it. You know, we, we've great. talked to several people that have paid double the price per ounce, a couple that paid triple mm -hmm the spot price per ounce because they were buying stories and they bought into that. It's going to be, again, you got to find a special market. It's like having a Babe Ruth card or, mm -hmm. you know, any other thing hard to liquidate. I want to answer a question that somebody, somebody gave us. And again, you know, you guys go to flyvergold.com, set up an appointment, have a conversation, you know, with, with Dr. Kirk yourself and, and uh, figure this out. But <clears throat> the question came in I try to answer, you know, these, but I thought it was good. It says the question, um, I got though is that that you don't have to have someone who is willing to buy. We just kind of addressed all this, but she compares it to like the same as a house, right? If your home is worth a million dollars, technically it is only worth that if that's what somebody's willing to pay that for it. Otherwise, unless you rent it out instead, it's only it, it's not going to give you that million dollars. That's a great question, Chrissy, and and 
we did kind of address that in, in mm-hmm. the last thing that I said, but here's, here's the issue with it. You're right. A hundred percent right. Something is only worth what somebody else is willing to pay for it, which is why, like when you have bullion, gold or silver, who's willing to pay for it? Pretty much the whole world because there's no premium attached to it. And it's a global market. Gold and silver are in demand in India, in Japan, in China, in Russia, mm-hmm. in South Africa, in the United States, in Mexico, and Canada, where what if you had a, there was only three of them known to humankind coin that was on some ship that, that, that sunk in the Caribbean in the 1700s and you paid $24,000 for one of those one ounce gold coins. Mm-hmm. Well, who's going to buy that? I, right. I don't know, right? We don't know until somebody makes a market, they go for to an auction, they say, hey, look at this amazing coin from the 1700s that sunk in a ship and somebody raises their paddle and says, I, I want that one. But what if nobody raises their paddle? Right. Because maybe they were collecting something else and somebody used their money to spend. See, that's not liquid. To me, liquidity is one of the keys to wealth because if you can't lock in your profit, well, then you have no profit. Right. It's all it's all fabricated. It's in your mind until you can actually do it. Man, okay, I have one final question. Uh, my question is: I've you know I've talked to different people that are buying gold, silver, all these different things. And what I like about what you guys do is that you guys there is a percentage up front that you take for the purchase of it, but not at the sell. Why is that significant? Why do you guys do that, and other people sometimes don't? That's a really good question too. So, so imagine when you invest, you invest in something, Stacy, because you're expecting it to go up in price, right? Yep. That's why everybody invests. We want to buy low and sell high. So I'm just going to use easy math. It's just r- random numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars, right? And you invest in something in, in silver and you pay 4% when you buy it and 6% when you sell it. Four plus six, that's 10%. If the price of silver never changed at all, you just paid 10%. What if the price of silver doubled and you you'd say, oh, I killed it on this investment. This was awesome, right? And it grew to 200,000. 6% on the back end is like 12,000 plus the 4,000 you paid up front. Now, all of a sudden, 16% because mm-hmm. that's 16,000, right? So, and what if it triples? Well, now it goes to 18,000, right? So where we differ is eight, where our cost of ownership is 8% upfront, 0% for assets under management. We don't charge for our time or for managing a portfolio, never have, never will. When you liquidate, it's 0%, Man. right? We So whatever the depository is paying for metals on the day that you liquidate it, you get 100% of that price. We take nothing. So- Let's say that That's silver incredible. went, you know, 8% and zero on 100,000. That was 8,000, right? Mm-hmm. But what if it doubles? It's still 8,000. What if it triples? Mm-hmm. It's still 8,000. What if it goes to a million dollars? There's nothing that you have to pay on the back end, right? That's why I'm a, I'm a keep it simple, silly kind of, a, kind of a guy, right? It's like complete transparency, complete accountability, make of just remove any hurdles and barriers to success down the road. Because mm-hmm. here's here's what happens. This is just human nature. If I were to call somebody and say, hey, let's lock in your profits in these metals, like Kirk, that sounds cool, but you're just trying to generate another commission on my account. It's like, 
that that's a legit thing to ask, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's no commission on it, it's just the right thing to do. You just do it, right? We try to eliminate any hurdles, any barriers to success and, and just make it simple because it's not my money. It's your money. And I want you to participate in 100% of that growth. That's why we do it that way here. That is absolutely Love it. amazing. Love it. You go to flyovergold.com. You can set up a conversation or call 720-605-3900. Call them today. It takes a little bit to get in the queue and to set up a, you know, your schedule to match with theirs. Get that ball rolling today, though. Call 720-605-3900 and, and, and get that moving. I love that you're taking care of people. And uh, if nothing else, it's got a really high floor and you're protected from all the craziness that's going on coming out so of D.C. True. right now. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for such a time as this. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.